0: Welcome to the Pastor Nora King podcast. We're confident that the message you're about to hear will enhance and empower your life in God. Now, here's Pastor Nora. All right, this morning, um, I'm going to be sharing with you. uh, And the name of my message is No Provision for Regrets. All of us live life And we can have regrets, can't we? Sometimes you don't know what those regrets are going to be. You just really don't know it. But what we're going to talk about today will reveal ways in your life that you don't have to regret. What's going on, what's happening. It doesn't mean that we'll live a perfect life, but it means we'll get the big things right. You and I will get the big things right. Amen, let's pray. Father, we just come to you this morning in the name of Jesus. Bless your word. Bless the reading of your word. Bless the preaching of your word. Lord, I declare that I am a needy servant, and I place myself in your hands, and I thank you for using me, using the gifts that you placed in me to minister to these people today. And we humbly come before you and we thank you for revelation. We thank you, Lord, for the lamp and the light of the Lord to come on today in our hearts and our minds. And we glorify you in it, in Jesus' name. And all the people said? Amen. Amen. You know, as a, um, a pastor, there's one thing that I have and have had in my heart for the people that God has given to Eddie and me to pastor. And that is that you would be equipped to face whatever life brings your way. That you wouldn't come up short, but you would have the ability to become the victor instead of the victim. And as I speak here today, that is my mindset as I bring forth this message, okay? That you would be equipped, and when you stand before the Lord, you will not be there sorry for what didn't happen in your life, but that we can hear, well done, good, and faithful servant. Now, do I believe that everybody is going to hear that? I certainly don't. I think the Bible teaches us that some people are going to get into heaven by the skin of their teeth, if you know what I mean. But at least they get in. But I don't want to I don't want to do that. I don't want to just get in. I want to go in, and I want to take a lot of people with me. How about you? Well, I've never won anybody to the Lord. Well, this is a good time to be stirred up. And you can win people to Jesus. They're out there every day across our path. And we can share our testimony. You might not even know a lot about the Bible, but you can share your testimony, what God has done for you, and you can see the light go on for those people and they are ready to receive the Lord. See, the devil tells lies. The devil tells, oh, they don't want to hear that. They're They're going to stand against that they'll they persecute you. Well, if they persecute you, they persecuted Jesus, and you just rejoice that you've been counted faithful. But there's more people that want to hear the truth than don't want to hear it. It's amazing to me. It just, we got to start. We got to begin. But you know, many years ago, this is many, many years ago now, in uh, the early establishment of this church, um, I decided by the Spirit, uh, no doubt, I maybe didn't even know it then, but God had me going into nursing homes all over this city. I didn't just go into one, I went into many nursing homes around this area and the county. And you know, one of the things, really, if you want to know the truth, that's where I got my preaching experience. I've preached to those people. (laughs) They might go to sleep or whatever they might do. (laughs) I didn't take offense because I know where they are. They might have had medication, but at least they came down to the meeting, you know, whatever it was, but I learned to preach in that setting. And I remember talking to many of the people because after I would minister, um, people would receive Jesus. You can believe, at the elderly age, if they were, they had received Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, just like some of you here today and online have done. And we, we would pray that prayer together. And then I would go afterwards and I would go around to their rooms, many people, uh, you know, didn't get to come to the meeting for whatever reason, or they might have been in the room, and I would go to them to talk personally, because, you know, many times people in that setting do not have someone to talk to. Their family maybe doesn't come to visit them for whatever reason, and um, You know, they just don't have anyone to talk to, so they like to talk to you personally. So I would spend some time with them, talking to them. And you know, many times in that setting, I have had these precious people say to me, I wish I had done this. I wish I had done that. I'm so sorry that I didn't get to that in my life, that I didn't accomplish this or that. And you know, that taught me a lesson right there. And you may be here today, and you're just like, you're, you're saying, I, I regret that I didn't do this, and I regret that I didn't do that. You know, that you, can, you can't live in those regrets, but what you can do to change your life is from this day forward, this day, right now, from this day forward, you can start living your life to where you don't have to regret You don't have to be disappointed in yourself. You don't have to have remorse over not doing and accomplishing with your life what you should have. You may not have a lot of years left, or you may have a lot of years. Whatever the case may be, you take it and do something for the Lord that makes your life count. Now, you know, everybody is not in the five-fold ministry that, you know, Ephesians 4, Scripture uh, over there. Not everybody is in the five-fold ministry, and so many people want to be in that. Now, if God calls you, we want you to be right there and doing what the Lord wants you to do and not do anything else. But I'm telling you, so many people, it, it's like I, I've never seen anything like it. They fight It's almost like a lust for power to be in the ministry. And I want to tell you, if you think it's all glamorous, you don't know. I can tell you some things. But you know what? I do not regret saying yes to Jesus. And you won't regret saying yes to Jesus, whether it happened to be full-time ministry or whether it is you're 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 called to be a businessman or woman. You're called to, you know, raise your family. You're called uh, to do certain things, uh, whatever it is. There's so many various things, so I'm not going to try to put a label on all that. But whatever it is, do it with all of your heart. Do it with all of your heart and accomplish things for Jesus Christ. Because when we stand in eternity, and that's what we have to think about, we're talking about in light of eternity right now, when you stand before the Lord, oh, let me go back down there and let me do this. I should have done this. and No, there won't be any of that. It's finality. When you stand before the Lord, you stand before the Lord. When I stand before the Lord, I stand there. And, you know, nobody's going to be able to stand with you or stand with me. We stand before the Lord for what we have done in the earth and we will give account. Now, we live in a time where many people do not want to hear a message like I'm bringing you today. They want Dr. Feelgood to speak to them. Well, this is Dr. Nora. And I'm speaking from my heart from Dr. Jesus. And you will feel good by the time we get to the end of it. But I want to tell you, the Bible uh, corrects us. Well, that doesn't feel good. That's right. It's just like when my daddy took that switch and wore me out. It didn't feel good. But today I'm here. Because he took time to do it. Now, Jesus doesn't take a switch to you. He doesn't do things to harm you physically. The Bible says he's the father of spirits and he deals with your spirit. And when you're corrected spiritually, you're grieved. You understand? You're convicted. He's not hurting you. A lot of people think, well, God did that to me because I didn't listen. Well, you might have opened the door to the devil, but God does not hurt his people. I wouldn't hurt my children. Would you hurt your children? But did you discipline them? Of course you did. Now, today we live in a time where parents don't even discipline. I was reading, I can't get too off course here, but... I, I was just reading from one of the local stations, and they put something on their website about um, you know uh, disciplining your children, spanking your children, and I mean they had a report, and it said you'll warp them, and they'll be this, and they'll be that, and I, I told Eddie, I said I'm so proud of Knoxville because people spoke up and they said my dad my mom they spanked me because they loved me and now I can be a respectful person I can have discipline in my life and I said hallelujah somebody still gets it even though the world out there they don't and they tell you that you're harming and hurting well okay there's a test here okay let's look back years ago Let's look back years ago. What was happening for people to get in trouble? Throwing a spit wad, pulling Susie's hair, that kind of thing. What is it now? Guns, drugs, alcohol, sex, whatever it is. And you tell me if discipline works or not. The Bible says if you love your child, you will discipline them. If God loves us, then he will discipline us. Again, our spirits are disciplined, not our bodies. Amen? So that's enough of that. I got to move on. So, my goal here today is to help equip as many as will hear and help them live their life in a way that they don't have to have lots of regrets in their life. Amen? All right, I want you uh, to take your Bibles. You can turn to Ephesians 2, 8. We'll read there first. And it says, For grace are you saved through faith. You're saved through faith. Say, Everybody say, I'm saved, I'm saved. through faith. Saved. And it goes on to say, And that not of yourself. See, It is the gift of God. Say the gift of salvation. salvation. You can't do one thing to earn your salvation. I don't care how much you work and how much you serve. You know, there's a movement afoot today, and it's called social justice. And I'm sure you've heard it. I believe that, you know, for people to be treated right, I believe that people are human beings and we need to treat them with dignity and respect and I know you do too. So, you know, we're we're not talking about that, but I'm talking about when we think That because we go out and feed people, because we go out and, you know, go into foreign lands and we build schools and dig wells or give them filters, you know, for their water and things like that. Those are all good things. But if you think that is the gospel, you are badly mistaken. Now that's a part of what Jesus did. We'll say that. That's a part of what Jesus did upon the earth and his disciples did and give us an example. So those things are not bad. But if you separate them out away from the gospel and Jesus Christ, it is a mistake. And it's not just a little mistake. It is a very bad mistake that takes people way off course. And Jesus is over here and they're over here You know, doing, you know, like I said, all the things that building orphanages and houses and all that. And there's not one thing wrong with it, but they're over there and Jesus is over here. How about Jesus and serving? So I, I must say that because it's prevalent. Whole denomination. They've forgotten Jesus, but they do a lot of good things. But here we see that Salvation is a free gift of God to every single person. And, you know, you think, people, I've committed the unpardonable sin. You know, if you did, you wouldn't even be convicted. You would not even be wondering, can I be born again? Because you you would have no desire to know the Lord. You understand what I'm saying? So that's a lie of the devil that the devil tells people, It's a free gift, and whosoever will may come. Now, God knows there's a lot of people not going to accept Jesus, but He still gives them opportunity. But I tell you what, I'm so glad I said yes to Jesus. I accepted Him into my heart, and He transformed me out of darkness into light. Amen? Thanks for listening to this message from Pastor Nora King. If you'd like to contact us, you can visit us online at redemptionchurch.com. We'll see you back here next week for another powerful message from Pastor Nora.